0: Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, we're talking emotional success for high achievers. Mm, Beyond the titles, paychecks, professional identity, There's another layer underneath it all, and personal fulfillment for that version of you is the focus of this conversation. How do you achieve professional success without compromising who you are? As someone who has worked a nine to five, probably, well, not nine to five, but a job, working for a company since I was, what, 16 years old, since I was legally able to work, working on my small business, I understand the balance between the two and what that requires, not just professionally, but also personally and emotionally. So with me today, I have the amazing Janae Hicks. Uh, Janae, oh my gosh, y'all, I love this woman's energy. (laughs) Janae, I just want to give you the floor right now just to introduce yourself and talk about your practice starting off and beginning the conversation about this.
1: Maria, Kudos to you on expanding your platform. Your energy is everything. Your message is timely. It's exactly what we need. And I appreciate you um, allowing me to share this space with you. Of course, I am a counselor. I work full-time with um, a company called Hello Health where we support leaders in their teams. Um, I also have a private practice where I have my own client base and I do contract work. So I too am an entrepreneur. I am juggling all of the things and duality of what it means to be um, a small business owner and a counselor and a wife and a mother, and I am trying to figure it out. So I always consider myself my first client. Um, One of the things that I think is important to always notice that I started my career, well, a good majority, I grew up at Morehouse School of Medicine, where I was in leadership. And in that space, I grew exponentially as a professional. And it's where I experienced the most burnout. It is what I took from that space and that experience regarding burnout that brought me to this profession so that I could support leaders, high performers, entrepreneurs so that we don't have to choose between our well-being and our success that we yeah. can know that they're happening in tandem and that we have the right to experience both and so this is this is my conversation like this is where I live so all of it maria all of it Yes. And when I thought about this topic, you were
0: the first person that I sent a text to. I said, because Janae going to get down on this. So we are talking best health practices for entrepreneurs. And this is helpful also for folks who have those demanding jobs, like you said, who are high performers. And one thing that you just mentioned, you talked about well-being and success. And I want to know your thoughts on this, uh, Janae, because so often success is associated with a title, with how much money you make, with how much time you put in. What are some things that we can do to reimagine what success looks like in a more balanced approach to success?
1: I love that. I love that you note know that. One of the things that I do in practice, and it's a practice of my own too, is we want to get clear on who you are and your soul's purpose, right? Like, so we want to make certain that we are clear about our core values so that our internal experience aligns with our external experience. So part of the conversation is being very clear about what you want, what does choice look like for you? What is your ultimate goal as an entrepreneur? How do you see yourself who is your client? Why are you doing what you're doing? And if we're aligning our purpose with our product, then it makes clarity and connection easier to attain.
0: Girl, I love the way you use your words, girl, the P's (laughs) and the C's and it all connects together. It is so true. (laughs) You know, one of my biggest challenges is, you know, I was starting to lose connection with my soul, especially when you are Um, inside of a world where there's so much comparison you're looking at other people and what they're doing and you forget about what is important to you how can we stay connected as small business owners as high achievers as entrepreneurs to who we really are and stay aligned with our purpose
1: that's good first I just want to know that death to perfectionism When we talk specifically from a psychotherapy perspective, perfectionism means that we are avoiding something. So we want to focus on flow. We want to focus on progression. We don't want to focus on the concept of being perfect. And high performers usually live in a space where 150% is their baseline. And that's just not a realistic concept, right? Nobody shows up 100% of the time with high energy. And so we have to give ourselves grace. One of the things that's really important for me when we talk about what's most effective and sustainable is how do you manage your time as entrepreneurs, your time doesn't look like everyone else's so the first thing we want to do is unlearn the tendency to compare, which is what you just said death to comparisons like. Our only focus in this world is creating our individual blueprint or Uprint, print, as you noted in one yeah. of your previous podcasts <laughs> for peace and productivity. So we want to make sure that we are being intentional about our time and energy and that it aligns with who we are and who we are destined to be. So you have to defend your calendar. Your time is precious.
0: I've noticed that as well, especially when I was introduced to the concept of having a morning routine, because for so long prior to owning my business and really into the beginning of my business until I really understood the power of waking up and setting intention for your day, being more in control of your time. Like, how am I going to spend my time today? And what I've also noticed, Janae, is that not only how I spend my time, but when I do things under what type of. Physical environment, I'm doing yes. things. Can yes. you talk a little bit about that, about designating time and being intentional with it? And also, the power of your environment, does that make a difference? Like where you are when you're doing your work, your relationships and your interactions during those times as well. I know that's a loaded question. No, it's good. All yeah. of it is good. We
1: are breaking <laughs> down. Well, you know what I think might be helpful for um, for this conversation and your audience? Hello Health introduces um, a, a concept called time defense. It's one that I live by. It is one of my favorite concepts to introduce to entrepreneurs and high performers, because time defense allows you to set your intention on how you want to live your life. So it involves getting the right inputs into your schedule so that you can be most effective. Because from a Hello Health perspective, we define integrity by the the taking the time to make and keep the commitments that you have for yourself. So we can often show up for everyone else, but are you doing the things that you said you were going to do for you? So within that space, there's a lot of competing priorities, right? Your lived experience matters. So if you are, you know, a mom, a wife, a caretaker, a friend, an influencer, you're, you're dealing with death, you are suffering from grief and loss, you're not going to show up in the same space every day, right? And so one of the things that's important is to be realistic with your time commitments. One of the things that I walk through with entrepreneurs is we often underestimate the time it takes to complete a task. So I would want everybody to go back and really consider how long are you giving yourself to complete the specific task? So that's a big deal. And within that space, we can build in breaks and time buffers. So if you're doing a a task that requires a lot of energy for you, I would want you to place that during the time of the day where you have the most energy. And so that means coming online to when you do have the most energy. I'm a morning person. So you're going to get the best out of me between 7 a.m. and 2 p.m. After 2 p.m., I'm on the decline. So if you want the most creative Janae, you want the Janae that's going to show up in her full self, then we have to do it in the morning. But you have to know what's best for you. Some of my entrepreneurs are night people. They come alive at night. So that means that we're going to do the creative stuff at night. We're going to do the more mundane task in the morning. So being aware of how you feel and your energy gaps and what gives you life, what inspires you and what, when that shows up, allows you to create a blueprint for your time as it directly aligns with you, which is a big deal. It's all about you. Yeah. I love
0: that so much. And as you're talking, I feel like my soul just wants to jump out of my body because I feel so seen. That information is so good because I think oftentimes, especially as entrepreneurs and creatives, you feel like something is wrong with you when you can't uh, organize your thoughts. You're feeling your head is cloudy. Like, why can't I think, why can't I create new ideas? Uh, Why do I feel stuck? And that's, it could be perfect. just as simple as utilizing that creative, that brain space when you're on, when you're absolutely. actually
1: on, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, that's big. Because one of the things that I I want to talk through and I think is important to talk through is we have to identify our energy drains. And so when you're looking at your day and you're thinking about the interaction that you have with people and who you have to speak with, the obligations that you have and who you want to speak with, who drains your energy? What activities drain your energy? What people drain your energy? Because what we know for sure is we have to be very intentional on when we plan those energy drains. So if we have <laughs> because it's gonna day, happen, right? You hear what I'm saying? So if you have a full day, right, where you're back to back meetings or you're you're um thinking creatively about your next project or so on and so forth, that means that you might not want to schedule that energy drain on that same day if you're expecting to get the best of yourself. Or perhaps you want to put that energy drain at the top of the morning where you have the most time and you are fresh and you're clear-headed versus at the end of the day where you just have had all of these competing priorities that you have to show up to at 100%. So identifying your energy drains. How do you feel after you get out of connection with people? Do you feel like you just ran a marathon, like you just got beat up, that means they're an energy drain. When they, when their name comes across your phone, do you feel like, oh, I got to talk to them again? They're an energy drain. And we have energy drains, but we have to make sure we're prioritizing them in the right space on our calendars. You know,
0: it's interesting that sometimes I think that we treat our brains in our mental capacity, capacity like our physical capacity. Okay. Like we think that, um, well, I have you know, 10 hours, waking hours, I can just do Mm -hmm. all of my mental things. Like, you know, I can create this marketing plan. I can answer these emails. I can (laughs) take a meeting. And a lot of people in nine to five jobs, like they, they do that. They do all of these things back to back. And what happens is I think that you end up by that last task is only getting about 30% of you, you know,
1: that's it. That's everything. Right. Because what we know about entrepreneurship is it allows for more freedom of choice. And we and we, we have a little bit more creativity and freedom and creativity, freedom and thought, freedom and how we move, you know, through our strategic planning. And we also know we don't work, we don't eat, right? And so yeah. we have to make certain that we're showing up for ourselves. And these two narratives are playing out in tandem. And so we have to make sure we're clear on our vision and that we're able to give and commit the maximum energy to the most to the thing that's going to get us the most yield, right? And so one of the things that we do and it's important for us to do is to take a beat and slow our mind down. As creatives, we have thought bubbles and it's like a hundred of them and they come up at the same time and they all feel like they're equally important, right? And so we have to be able to pull down what makes most sense. How do we prioritize this day? When your mind gets very clouded and high performers, struggle with this creative struggle with this Entrepreneurs struggle with this the most everything feels like an equal priority everything is important one of the things that i offer is the first thing we want to do is do a brain dump and we want to cross out anything that we don't have direct control over right so we have all of the things but every thought is not a useful thought. So we want to dump it. We want to cross out the things that we don't have direct control over. And then we want to go through and we want to prioritize the things that have to be completed within the next 24 hours. So we want to make certain we get those things done. We can still possibly work on other things, but when your mind is overloaded, what that tells me is that you're at your window of capacity. You don't have any more bandwidth. You can't add anything else to your plate. So we have to remove something. The fastest way to remove something is to say what has to be done right now and if it has to be done right now let me go ahead and prioritize that let me figure out what can be outsourced what let me figure out what can be delegated focused on what has to be done within the next 24 hours and then tomorrow will save the world today we're just going to do this
0: yeah and I think that's my problem oftentimes is that I confuse prioritizing with productivity right and so I don't look at OK, what needs to be done today or this week? But I feel like if I'm doing something that's uh, contributing to an end goal I love that, or something bigger, I feel like, OK, well, this is good. But then what happens is, is that thing, that important thing is still on my plate and it, it, it stresses me out because I procrastinated just for the sake of doing something yes. with that time. And so there's there's a little bit of, a, of an overwhelm. I really appreciate that practical uh, advice of brain dumping, crossing out the things that you can't control and immediately addressing those things that need to happen within the next 24 hours. A- another thing that I take away from that, and one thing that I learned to do was to create a to-don't list. So, you know, you have yeah. a to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> a to don't list, right? So, you know, what I read in books about productivity Love and, you know, it. being an effective entrepreneur, what are your, your non-negotiables? Put them on your list. And what happened with me, Janae, and hopefully you can give me some insight on this. I will put stuff down like, okay, don't answer emails after this time. You know, don't wait for long periods, uh, hours and hours before I eat my next meal because I might end up overeating, et cetera, et cetera. But then I started looking at certain triggers. That caused me stress. And I was like, well, maybe I need to build some to don'ts around those triggers. Can you talk about that? Like how we can evaluate our triggers and move those things over to, and I don't know if you call it a to-don't list. I'm sure you have a, a much more I live for a to-don't to list. No, okay, no, no, well, I live bye. for, I
1: start my day with a to-don't list. Let's be clear about that. One of my favorite psychologists, her name is Dr. Bell. She's a professor out of Clark Atlanta. She lives and teaches and trains about a to-don't list. Like, so yes, I live in that space. And to your point, One of the things that I think I would want to offer is that going slow often seems like the exact opposite of what needs to happen when you're behind, but getting behind for me means that you didn't realistically plan in the first place, right? So it's telling me that you didn't prioritize your own self-care in the equation. You didn't think about yourself and what realistic and sustainable goals look like for that day. I wanna offer that sometimes 80% is your 100%. So sometimes you're not gonna show up at 100% and that's perfectly reasonable, right? Like we just have to get the most done that is going to give us again, the most yield and the highest outcome with the biggest impact within that 80%. Sometimes 60% is our 100%. One of the things that, um, that high performers think is that we're gonna have the same amount of energy every day and life is going to life energy is going to shift and your mood is going to be different depending on what's showing up in your world. And we want to give space for that, right? Like we, we need, of course, you know, Maria, therapy is capacity building. And so we teach our clients to consider a different perspective and nurturing yourself is essential. We have to be kind to ourselves. We have to have self compassion. We have to make certain that we are recharging and reconnecting to what matters And if we are not centered on us as the priority, as the gift, as the vision, as the person that pushes the vision, then we get lost in the sauce. Everything feels overwhelming. And that's when burnout happens, right? So we got to take a beat. We have to pause. We have to give ourselves grace that we're not going to show up doing all of the things all of the time and entrepreneurs specifically have to give themselves more grace.
0: I am uh, in a couple of weeks going to be headed down to Cabo for a women's wellness retreat. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And you know, the theme of the retreat is restoration. And when I think about restoration, like restoring, restoring, getting back to the foundation, the pureness, the wholeness, the authenticity of you. And sometimes we drift so far from it, we don't know how to get back to that restorative place. Mm.
1: That's tell so me good. some
0: yeah. Tell me some things that we can do as small business owners, as entrepreneurs, to get back to that restorative place in our lives,
1: and and to not drift too far away from it. I have to take a deep breath on that. Um, grounding and centering yourself is a big deal. And when I'm trying to slow my mind down in order to be present for what you just asked me, I have to take deep breaths too. And I welcome everybody. I invite everybody to take a breath. Right. One of the things that I want to offer is that you deserve peace, right? Like, so you deserve peace. It is your birthright to have peace. And the reason why radical self-care is considered extreme is because our social norms don't really support it, right? And so we are fighting against all of the social structures that say perform, Identity is performance. Um, Your work is identity. You must go, go, go. And we're saying, but we're tired. Your brain is saying enough. I can't do it anymore. And so as entrepreneurs, being clear and explicit about what you need and what is sustainable is necessary to take your time back. So we have to ask ourselves, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need right now? I'm feeling uneasy in my body. I'm feeling dis-ease in my mind. What do I need? What do I need to stop to consider that I have not considered? What is my brain picking up on as a threat right now And my brain is trying to make me aware that I need to do something else? One of the things that I want to offer about emotions and feelings is that they're data points, they're information, right? And so when we are feeling some type of way, we have to pause to say, what am I supposed to get from this experience? What yeah. is this emotion trying to teach me? Yes. And more often than not, if you allow yourself that, that space to just be with your thought and in your body, then you'll come to the right conclusion on what's next, right? Like how to manage yourself and your time differently.
0: Does that make sense, Maria? It does. It does. And it's just really touching me because uh, again, I feel like you really understand me and I can tell that this is the work that you do that you're truly passionate about. Uh, it makes me feel good because clearly you must have other women and, and men that you're working with who are dealing with these similar issues. So for me, as a person who is, a, I, I consider a high achiever, I'm very yes. moved, moved and driven to achieve goals. You, um, are, you, know, yes, yeah. you are I that mean, it fuels you, me, Marie, it excites me. <laughs> it totally excites me. You know, one thing that you mentioned just now was identity. And I was sharing with you that for so long, my job Uh, as a radio professional, was a huge part of my identity. It still is a huge part of my identity. And and I think that with high achievers, people who are these big executive level positions, business owners, people who are known for the work that they do, they don't have an identity or even know who they are outside of that work. It's still a challenge for me. You know, I want my identity to be a good mother, a loving wife, community advocate, um, someone yes. who is passionate about helping others. but when others dominate other people, external sources, they keep saying, You're a radio personality. you're a personal trainer, you're this, you're this, you keep hearing that. You start yes. believing it. So my question is staying connected with who you are, having an identity outside of your work. What are your yes. thoughts on that?
1: That's actually a great question. Um, first, what i what's important for us to consider, is that you are all of those things, right? And that the two opposing truths can happen in tandem at the same time. So you can be a loving wife and an engaged mom and a dope radio personality and an effective fitness trainer and a person that lives wellness, the the Maria that I know you live wellness, like this is who you are, right? Like it is not just something that you say, like it is how you show up in this world. And you can know that you also have to take a moment to consistently recalibrate and and identify if you still want to make the same agreements that you have made in the past, perhaps Over the last decade or so, being a radio personality was exactly who you needed to be. And it allowed you the space to be able to come and do the work that you're doing now. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you have the right to change your mind. You have the right to say, okay, now it's time for me to do something different. I no longer wanna make that agreement. And so one of the things that I do with my clients and I would encourage all of your audience who they're now my audience too because we support (laughs) them together, right? One of the things that I do with my clients in this last quarter of the year is we're going back and we're talking about what resonates with our soul. So we're asking ourselves, what do I value? We're asking ourselves, what do I enjoy doing? I mean, really, like, gets me excited about life, like, makes me feel alive. We are asking ourselves, what about close relationships? Like, what friends boost my happiness? What, What interactions reduce my stress? What what helps to promote my growth? We're going in and we are just talking about joy. What gives me joy? What does radical self-care look like for me? Radical self-care looks like for me, Maria, I need solitude. Yeah. I have, um, a lot of times what I do is I encourage my clients to do theme days because those are really helpful. On Monday, I incorporate a clarity and connection day. So on Monday, I spend 10 minutes Uh, I'm sorry, 10 minutes just thinking about creativity. And then the next 30 minutes, I'm thinking about what does my day look like? What does my week look like? What do I wanna do? What's my intent? So I have actual time blocked out on my schedule for clarity and connection. Now I'm a therapist. And so that means if I don't have someone in that space, then I'm not earning money for that time. And so we also have to know that when we care for ourselves, that you're going to have to take something away And oftentimes that is the opportunity to earn money in that hour, but the yield is going to be greater because then you allow yourself the protected time to just be for your thoughts to flow creatively, for you to be in a space where you understand what needs to happen. So your brain can map out how it should happen effectively. And if you don't give yourself that time, then the brain becomes overloaded, right? So I have clarity of connection Monday. I have financial Fridays where I'm going in, I'm looking at my finances. I'm looking at what I spent out, looking at what I have to pay. I'm paying my bills. I am I have theme days so that I can know like this block of time is just for this moment. And it's helpful. People say that it's helpful. So I definitely encourage you to consider what's important to you and then having specific protected time on your calendar that's non-negotiable where you offer that time to yourself.
0: You know, I tell the women that I coach in my program, when it's written, it's real. Write it yeah, down. Right. That part, that part, <laughs> now with it. a pencil that you can erase. Sharpie that thing in there, girl. Sharpie that thing up in there. <laughs> it's a oh my thing, gosh. Yeah. yeah, it is a thing. I do want to talk about money because you mentioned, you know, man, if I if I dedicate this time for myself then. I can't use this time to make money. And I had an experience earlier this year where I decided I was going to be really ambitious. You know, I have my line, self love is so gangsta, and all of my other oh, apparel. I said, I'm going to go hard and I'm going to have a huge sales month. And man, there were like, there was a four month period where I was really rolling. And then February came, and oh my gosh, I just blew it out of the water. Yes. And I just got completely burnt out. And yeah. the very next month, I barely made twenty percent of the mail sales I made the previous month, that's and good. then the next month it just it just faded out. But then I I, I finally decided by the fourth month I was trying to well I got to do what I did back in in February, and um I love your point that when you said sometimes eighty percent is a hundred percent, sometimes sixty percent is a hundred percent, and that's yeah. what I'm learning as an entrepreneur yes. the the value of my soul and my spirit and my peace. And that it is okay to stop. Like I would rather budget and make sandwiches at home and not be able to go out to eat, to have yes. my peace, to yes. give my time myself some time because I'm worth it and I deserve it. And Janae, you know, one of the things that makes me so sad about people who are super driven is like, you're so dedicated to the grind. And by the time you've gotten yourself to where you're so successful, to where you can stop and enjoy it and maybe travel, it's like, you don't even know how to function
1: in that space. No not at all not at all and and to your point and you have created your identity around everything that is performative so like you noted, you don't even know what it means to be right to live in the joy of what is like you can't slow your mind down enough to be able to appreciate what's happening right in front of you oftentimes you are disconnected from your romantic relationships. Your children are not getting the best of you because in your mind, the only goal is to keep performing at the highest level. One of the things that I will wanna offer too is that we have to stop trying to fit everything into this neat and predictable box, right? Like the important things in life are fluid and we have to allow for Moments where we don't know what's going to happen, where we don't have the answer, because the amplification of anxiety lives in us trying to control everything, right? Yeah. The brain is hardwired for certainty. The brain wants to know exactly what's going to happen. And when the brain doesn't know what's going to happen, it begins to create its own narrative. And so when we allow for a pause, When we allow ourselves to be grounded in the present moment and we allow gratitude to lead the conversation, then it allows us to come online to joy. And we need joy. Now more than ever, we have to be able to recenter ourselves to connect to the things that nourish our spirit.
0: I just want to take a nap inside of your brain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a quotable. I just,
0: I just want to use your brain as my pillow because you just got so, girl, you got so many quotables from this goddamn podcast. I'm gonna write a book. When God was forming you in your mama's womb, the Lord said, this is what you gonna do, baby. Because I can't see you doing nothing else. The way you use you your words, here? you're so baby.
1: funny. You like,
0: you no. like, girl. You did a whole album in this podcast. <laughs> Let me
1: produce that thing and get a cut of the sales, baby. Cause no, I need your fitness goal. Uh, I need how you show up to fitness to be <laughs> how I show up to this piece. This this pathway to peace. That is that is why. Well, I live we need to New go ahead and barter,
0: girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on out there. I come to your office. You come to the gym, girl. We can trade because <laughs> I just. I love it, man. I always feel electrified every time I talk to you.
1: No, I appreciate that, Maria. It helps me to stay connected to the work. It reminds me that everybody deserves the option to know that peace is a possibility, that they don't have to be prisoners to their mind, that their brain does not have to beat up on them, that we can have good lives. Like, why not? We have to remember that we have to commit to, taking just one step every day, one thought, one goal, one action every day. Like give yourself a break. Your mind deserves it. Give yourself a break. Girl, you coming on here with all this Yoda energy. I'm about to let
0: you (laughs) drop your cash app in a minute. Y'all can't get a website. Y'all about to get the cash app in the sale in a minute. (laughs) The sister girl is, is all this free game, man. I freaking it's love so it. Funny. But I do want you to let everyone listening right now and watching know how they can contact you and stay connected and, you know, take advantage of the resources that Hello Health is offering.
1: Okay, so we're Hello Health today across all social media platforms. You can find me at JanaeHicks.com. I lived in LinkedIn, you guys, because I support high performers and Listen, we have so many free downloadable resources at Hello Health today. I want you guys to figure out what peace and productivity looks like. I want you to be intentional about your time and energy. I want you to know that peace is a possibility. Go get it, y'all. Continue blessings
0: to you, sister. And I look forward to connecting with you very soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Maria.
0: Yeah, so many gems I took from this talk, and I hope you did too. Hey, be sure to follow Mind, Body, and Business on all socials at MBBpod. Subscribe wherever you stream your podcast, and feel free to DM me any questions you may have about the podcast. I look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore on all socials. Executive produced by Maria Moore, Senior Director of Podcast Operations, Sierra Reed. Supervisory Producer, Colby Colb-Tyner. Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. Soul Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast.